Welcome to the Endless Wealth Podcast. I'm a mama of two little ones, owner of a multi seven-figure real estate portfolio, and I'm your host, Sarah Miskelly. My mission is to show ambitious, high-performing women in business how they can stop chasing money at work and start making passive cash flow and build wealth from real estate investing. Just be ready because with the right ideas and advice me and my phenomenal guests will share in each episode, you will see things differently than you ever thought possible. All right, let's get into this week's episode. Imagine you have $100,000 and want to invest in real estate. What do you do? I get asked all the time from wannabe real estate investors what they should do. Should they buy their own property or should they invest passively? And what I've kind of learned over time and what surprised me about why many seasoned real estate investors I know have made that transition from owning their own properties to investing passively And one of the key distinctions between both options has very little to do with money. So first I want to jump in and let's talk about the main benefits of owning your own property and really the biggest challenges. And this comes from true real life experience. I've been in property management since I was a kid. And a few days ago, I was sitting in the Home Depot parking lot for the fourth time in a few days. It's mid morning. I just driven two and a half hours through like horrendous rush hour traffic. I left my 10 month old baby girl with her in-laws because I had to go meet contractors and handymen to deal with a bunch of the issues at my property because three units were getting turned over. Meaning three tenants were moving out. I had to get the units spruced up and ready to go. So there was, you know, slow flushing toilets, ceiling leaks that need repaired, loose cabinets that need repaired, a washing machine that wasn't draining among other things. And then there's random furniture on my sidewalk that I have to get a junk truck to remove, all fun stuff. And the point of that is, you know, owning your own property takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of money. And unless it makes financial sense to hire a property manager, which only makes financial sense if the income you're making from that property is enough to cover the expense of the property manager and then some, then you are going to be doing this stuff on your own. It's going to be on you to pay those expenses, which for me in this instance, I'll give you some examples. Painting cost me 13 grand, repairs 4,000, cleaning is 1,300. And there's also the time that it took to find new tenants, which is advertising online, showing the units, setting up all those showing, meeting all those people, vetting them out, choosing the right people, finding contractors, and then physically being on site for the repairs and maintenance. You got to match your schedules. If you're working a full-time job, like that can get challenging. And I love this house. It has done so much for me. I've been able to live here, house hack it, which is just a trendy term essentially for living in one of the units while tenants cover the costs and expenses of the entire property, meaning I'm living for free. Like I'm not paying rent. I'm not paying property tax. It's all covered. And the house has gone up a lot in value. I've been able to take advantage of the high appreciation in my market, which is Toronto over the last while and seen the value skyrocket, which is a blessing and it's amazing. And I really am just trying to show people here that are considering real estate investing is sometimes it may cost you more to run a property than you're making on it, like the example above with the turnover. And you're gonna be spending that money for other people to do work because it's more likely than not, you're not handy. Like less people are handy these days. I know 
my dad was an electrician and a renovator and he was able to do a lot of this stuff on his own, if not the majority. But his goal for me was become a doctor or become a lawyer, which I did not do. I'm in real estate. But I think there's been this shift in what is regarded as a reputable profession. And most people now are moving into, you know, jobs with great titles, work that's more remote, and that kind of hands-on hard work ethic, cleaning and renovating and plumbing and all those things isn't as popular. If you don't have that skill set, you just need to realize you're going to spend money on every little thing that comes up, which hugely eats into your profitability. So the two main questions I would ask yourself is, if you want to get into real estate and be an investor and own your own assets, do you have time for this? And are you prepared to have financial surprises come up or set aside enough money to cover any potential things that come up in that property? Now, passive real estate investing. I like to do both. I've done both for a very long time. I have a large part of my portfolio in passive investing. And one of the shifts I've really seen is seasoned real estate investors who've done all the things, like they've done the management, they've run Airbnbs, they're now moving into lifestyle investing. And what this means is they're more interested in the balance of having time freedom, to have more time with their families, to have more time doing things that they really love in their career or hobbies. And they're not looking for stratospheric returns. They're looking for stable returns that are consistent, that are backed by hard assets. And that's why I see a lot of people shifting into passive opportunities like apartment syndications. And I'll give you four things that people have told me they love about this type of investing. One, it's fully hands-off. Need I say more (laughs) of all the examples I've given? You're getting consistent above market returns on average and great tax benefits. So some of the tax benefits you get from owning real estate on your own also happen in passive real estate investments. You're able to write things off on your taxes and against the passive income you're actually making in these transactions, which is amazing. It helps you get into the real estate game without that time commitment. And getting started is really easy. You're really just finding an operator, vetting them, making sure their goals align with yours. And then you're just wiring funds to them. And the distributions from that investment will flow directly into your bank account. It used to be called mailbox money, which was like a cute little term. But now you don't even have to open the mailbox and you don't even have to walk to the bank. The money just lands in your account. So it's really, really easy. Now, My goal for people when they're getting into real estate investing is seeing the full picture and choosing what's the best opportunity for you, like what works best for your lifestyle and goals. While I've described that owning your own place can take a lot of time, you do have more control. It's your asset. You can do what you want with it. When you invest in passive investing, like a syndication, you're trusting that sponsorship team that's finding the asset and is operating it to to do good essentially by what they've they've promised you uh, in terms of the returns and I, I shouldn't really say promise because there's a risk to every investment and there's no real promise but the projected returns if you do a good job at the beginning of choosing the right team to send your money to then you are in a very good position to be successful in this space the other component is 
you can get into passive investing a lot easier sometimes than acquiring your own asset in a city. For example, I'm from Toronto, Canada. Real estate prices are very high. And for somebody to get into a decent property with enough space to maybe work from home, forget even having multiple rooms for children or all that stuff, but just a good starter condo even, you're looking at like close to 800,000. And that down payment is gonna cost you more than what you can do to get into a passive syndication, for example. There is a strategy I've seen people have a lot of success with, and it's a little bit of a hack and a way for you to get the best of both worlds. You could start investing passively and over the years cycle your principal and your returns into other syndication deals and over time start really building your capital through compounding while looking for opportunities either in your city or elsewhere. And once you see that there's enough liquidity in that account, you could then purchase a cash flowing asset. So really investing passively kind of as a jump off point to acquiring that cash flowing asset and not putting yourself in a position where you're cash flow negative or you can't financially sustain the ownership costs. That is a really cool strategy I've seen people use. So I just want to recap, if you are looking to get into real estate investing, first assess your personal needs and your goals. That is number one. Look at what is the best fit for your lifestyle and do the numbers and choose accordingly. Like I said, there's great opportunities in owning your own property and there's also great opportunities investing passively. The choice is yours. If you have any more questions about passive real estate investing, definitely reach out to me. You can contact me through my website, www.highlycapital.com. If you found value in this episode, make sure to hit subscribe. I'd also love your feedback on what you'd like to hear more of on the Endless Wealth Podcast. And as always, let's grow our wealth together. Thank you for tuning into the Endless Wealth Podcast. If you got value from this week's episode, please leave me a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. It truly means so much to me to be able to get this information out to more hardworking women like you. Are you a mom in business that wants to learn about alternative investments like self-storage, oil and gas, ATMs, and their huge benefits? Then you'll definitely want to attend the Moms Alternative Investing Summit on September 21 and 22. It's completely free, so bring a friend, virtual as well. Go to momsinvestsummit.com to register. The expert guests will blow your algorithm on what's possible in investing. I am so excited to have you.